Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Georgia Dodge Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Did. Joe Cox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Kaylee Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks a tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Evening neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32-18. Let the celebration begin. All right, welcome in. It's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. We're back and better than ever here. Joining me is the state champion himself. Uh, fresh off of a sun delay. Not sure what that. Well, he explained it to me in text messages last night. But uh, Israel, uh, glad to have you here, man. What, what's going on? Tell us about what a sun delay is. Man, it's been good. I probably coached the longest baseball game I've ever been a part of. Um, you know, I've been coaching golf. You know, last couple of years, and you know, our uh, middle school coach asked me to come out of retirement, and um, you know, and Corey said it. You know, we had a sun delay. For those of you who don't know what a sun delay is, is when the architects that build baseball fields decide that, Hey, we're going to put it here, but the sun sets directly, you know, behind the pitcher and center field and the three most important people on the baseball field cannot see the baseball. Um, that would be the hitter, the catcher and the umpire behind the plate. So we had one of those yesterday. We had to wait about 20 minutes after, um, my catcher was going to catch the ball completely missed it because he couldn't see it and hit the umpire in the throat. So I can honestly say that is a first for me. Went right up under the mask and right in between the mask and the chest plate. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I I, I umpired for one year uh, when I was in college, uh, and then I did baseball and fast pitch softball. Uh, and I did a 11, 12 year old uh, girls fast pitch game one one day, and the catcher was just struggling. Must have been a sun delay, I guess. I I, I you know, and and she couldn't she couldn't seem to. to to catch it. And so I, I caught about four in a row before I had to, you know, I was like, Hey, catcher, like, well, like try to catch these. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, we need you to start catching these things. And we played a team out of Folkston, um, a middle school team. And how about this? Their baseball coach, you know, was a all SEC softball player by the name of uh, Kylie Bass, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Um, she played softball at UGA. I think she just graduated. Um, I just found that out this morning. So um, shout out to her. Um, she's got those those uh, kids rolling pretty well. Yeah. Well, uh, Kylie, if you want to talk, we, we could we could certainly expand our our horizons to uh, to softball. Um, some of our friends over at Believe in Badgers they just had uh, the all time leading uh, most successful track and field athlete uh, Taylor Onman from at Wisconsin. She was an American Ninja Warrior. Uh, has all of the Big Ten records in pole vault. That's impressive. Um, yeah, so that she, yeah. She she won the college edition, and I think she won. I think she was on there for like three seasons uh, of of the regular American Ninja Warrior. So she was. Uh, I was listening to her story. She's she's pretty much a badass. But uh, 
Speaking of badass, uh, our show is presented by Bet Online, and it remains to be your number one source for all of your sports betting needs for, from everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. Yeah, you can bet on esports. Um, and, and the Super Bowl is set. I'm sure we'll, with whatever extra time we have, uh, we will talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Uh, if, like I said, if we have time, but you'll find all the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contest, and live scores for almost any sport or any game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite leagues and events. So head to betonline.ag to join. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards bet online it's where the game starts man we got a we got a lot to talk about we're gonna try we're gonna try a new format here uh we're gonna go a little bit shorter uh, and try to come to you a little bit more frequently so that you just you just see us all the time right Absolutely. and we talked about how my hair is way grayer than i thought it was and it's really blending in with my shirt at this particular moment there you go hey, just, hey it's, it's called coaching middle school kids <laughs> Got all this wisdom I've acquired over these years. There you, there you go. Much much more wisdom. That's what that's what you bring to the show. You bring all of the wisdom. I tell you. So, uh, first things first, man. Like, let's start chronologically. Our boy Stetson, man. He is he's hustling backwards, man. He had a chance to play in the Senior Bowl, declined. Uh, then uh, went on a bender, apparently, in Dallas. So. It, <laughs> Do we need to worry about him at all? Is he, or is he just finally unwinding because he can? Man, let me tell you something. It's one of those things where, from I could be wrong, but from the report that I heard, that he wasn't originally invited to the Senior Bowl. Um, somebody backed out, so then he was invited. Mm-hmm. Don't know how true that is. Um, but if I was him and I wasn't invited the first time, I mean, I completely understand. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just go train and you know whatever he was doing out in Dallas. Now, here's the thing. Everybody's been waiting on his downfall, you know, ever since the parade deal and he didn't shake and wave and people in the parades. Everybody's been waiting for something to happen. People are loving this. You know, so let's get this straight. Okay. Stetson Bennett has did something that most of the people who are trying to crucify him have done. The only difference is you're not Stetson Bennett. You're not in the limelight, things like that. So, I mean, we get it. You know, wasn't like he... He did anything maliciously. I mean, realistically, he was trying to get home. You know, he, he kind of knocked on the wrong door, kind of got lost. I mean, he is in Dallas, which is another thing. TCU is also in Dallas, last I checked. So, of course, the, so we got Stetson Bennett. So, of course, he was going to get arrested. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're about the same as the APD. <laughs> you know, so um, hit first thing in the morning, bright and early, 6 o'clock. Um, so, I mean... Am I upset with him? You know, you got to make better decisions. You know, you're grown up, you know, but at the same time, I mean, he's still learning. I mean, who hasn't, you know, done something stupid like that? But, I mean, was it malicious? Absolutely not. But, of course, people are going to be waiting on his downfall. You know, two-time national champion. Um, people felt like he shafted people at the parade. So, obviously, those so-called fans were just waiting on something to happen. and. Within a week later, there it they is. They got their wish, yeah. So, man, I just hate the timing of it, though, man. Like, yeah. 
you know, you're you're preparing for the draft. You're already your your draft stock is already being questioned. Not sure why. I mean, he's he's only one of the most top performing quarterbacks in this draft. I mean, he's more he's more polished and more decorated than Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, who are surefire top ten quarterbacks mm-hmm. according to draft experts and mock drafts. But you know, so he's already coming in as a day three prospect. I mean, I just I hate it for the timing because. You know, unfortunately, these draft these draft analysts, these uh, these scouts, these team personnel are are just looking looking for things to ding you on, and 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 this is going to be one of those unfortunate things where there's going to be two or three teams that go, okay, Stetson, we were looking at you, but boop, not anymore. So, yeah. uh, and, and and that just comes with the territory. I mean, they're going to pick you apart. They're going to pick apart every decision. I'm I'm sure there was I'm sure there was a team out there that didn't like the fact that he was playing DJ at the uh, parade and looked like he was on his phone the whole time. But you know, you, you you never know what these guys are thinking. So, I mean, he just go out there, have a good showing at the combine. Go out there, have a good showing at your pro day, and everything will be fine. I still think it'll be, I still think it'll be a good day three. He may with a good pro day, he may sneak into day two. Uh, somewhere that there'll be a team that takes a chance on him, um, and and he can be he can be he could set himself up to be the next. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be so, but I could see him being the next version of Brock Purdy, like a day three guy that that sneaks in there with with an injury or two, and and if he gets in a good system, he could thrive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there there's nothing you know that he can't do, and at the end of the day. Stetson never have to worry about a job ever from no. a simple fact of he's Stetson Bennett. You know, he has a degree. He's graduated from Georgia. Um, and, I mean, he'll be able to get a job anywhere. So this if this thing doesn't work out, I mean, he's going to be fine. You know, let the kid be a kid. I mean, he's 25 years old, right? Now, you can say he's an adult or however you want to look at it, but, I mean, he's still occasionally playing football. He's been in this bubble for forever. I mean, let him enjoy himself. You know, yeah, they try to compare him to, you know, the whole Johnny Manziel deal. But at the end of the day, he's not Johnny Manziel. You know, no, he, he, no, he no, no, no. I mean, he just like he likes to have fun. You know, I mean, he's a kid. He was out in Dallas having a good time. I mean, what, yeah. I don't understand what's wrong with that. He likes to have fun. I mean, anybody can anybody could get popped. You you and I could get popped. Like I could go to Dallas and and enjoy myself and overindulge and, and walk out and. Next thing you know, I'm coming out and I'm coming out of the Dallas police station in a hoodie, um, sneaking out. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I hate the timing of it. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully in, in, in the future, his friends will be there for him a little bit. And, and let's just put this in the rear view. So, yeah, it's been a bad couple of weeks for George, man, with the, you know, the whole accident. And, mm-hmm. you know, Rock Rock Thomas had his deal um, the other night and, and lo and behold, a couple of days later, here sets to say, um, my guys at UGA, please, please, please. I know everybody's excited. You know, spring now it's springtime and Corey, you've been at you've been in Georgia just like yeah. I am during the springtime, you know, it yeah, goes up in the spring. Yeah. Guys, let's be smart, let's make smart decisions. Yeah. I mean, we're building something great and we need everybody to be a part of it. Absolutely. And and uh and be part of the problem, be be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was going to say, don't be part of the problem. That's what I meant to say. But I had marbles in my mouth. So um, speaking of not so great news for uh, the University of Georgia, there's rumors that Todd Munkin, well, it's not great for Georgia because he did such a good job that we hate to see him go. But um, he's interviewed 
reportedly for three offensive coordinator jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ravens, the Bucks, and I think he interviewed for the Jets. Uh, there should there's another one out there. He might he might end up before it's all said and done interviewing out in Dallas. Um, and wouldn't be surprised if he interviewed at Tennessee as well. So, uh, but he's a pretty he's a hot commodity in the offensive coordinator uh, NFL coaching world. Um, not surprised by that. He's been in that league before. Uh, he's been with the Bucks. He's uh, he, he's actually been somewhat successful with Tampa Bay. I think having Dirk Cutter as his mentor was not a great situation for him. And then the disaster in Cleveland was, you know, Freddie Kitchens. That whole experiment was just let, let's just. Let's just say that was an utter, utter cluster. So uh, he's back at it again. I don't blame him for going to the NFL. He's not really been much to recruit anyway. Um, he, 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 I don't think he likes the whole dog and pony show of recruiting. Yeah. Um, I think, I think his ultimate goal was to uh, two, three year plan, uh, come to Georgia, be the offense coordinator, hopefully parlay that back into the league, which Looks like it's happening now, but he won two. He won us two national championships, so I can't really be mad at the guy. No, absolutely not. And you know the the schedule for the NFL is way different than college. You know, like you said, I don't think he does the whole recruiting deal. Um, I think that may be a part of his contract because I really hadn't seen him on the road or anything like that. Um, and you know, Coach Munkin doesn't really strike me as a big people person as far as the social media world wants people to be. You know, no. if they're a coach, so. Um, I think it's great for him. You know, I hate to lose him, you know, with you saying that he may go to Dallas. That makes me feel a little bit better because um, we dang sure need one. But, you know, with him. <laughs> you mean you don't want a guy that lines up Ezekiel Elliott as a center? Oh, geez. No, <laughs> I bet you put – did you put that play in your book for next year? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd, I'd get fired. You, you we, saw what happened, we saw what happened to Kellen Moore. I'd get fired for that one. Um, but he, um, you know, he deserves it. You know, he's won two national titles. I mean, you've mm-hmm. seen how the offense evolved from year one to year three. Um, so, I mean, it's he's done a phenomenal job. He, he deserves it. And, you know, like I said, like I was going to, but the schedule for the NFL is, you know, when you're done, you're done. Like, there's no recruiting. There's no film, you know, that you have to watch on a kid or anybody bring you anything. It is when you're done Tuesday, 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. you're done. And you need to go home, you know. So the recruiting aspect of it, I think the schedule of the NFL, you know, is really cool for him. You know, he's been in that structure before, so you know, that might be appealing to him. But at the same time, I mean, you are two-time national champion, which means the money's coming in. The money's you know, definitely coming in. I'm looking at, you know, hotel prices for next year, you know, because we always choose a game to go to. And I'm like, heesh, man. You know, so, um, you know, when you win, great things happen. So. Um, if we can, you know, I hope we can keep him. You know, he likes winning, so um, he's going to he pick does. the winning program um, to go to. He loves Georgia. You know, he mm-hmm. he's actually said that in his press conferences. So um, hopefully, we can make some shake and keep him. Um, I know the coordinator word ain't as big as the head coaching world of college football, but you know, I think Georgia can pay him. You know, I think Nick Saban did a really good job of keeping guys um, like the Lane Kiffins and, and Steve Sarkeesians of the world because he paid them. When they became when they were his coordinator, so I think we can match it. I think we can do it. So if we keep him, great. If he doesn't, he goes on go to the NFL, and he's going to do great things. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, I I think if he gets that offer, he's gone. Um, I, this situation doesn't strike me as being about the money, and I think in a, these NFL teams can 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 match. And and uh, so 
Uh, I'm excited about the possibility of, you know, maybe doing a co-situation where we hire somebody um, kind of the same token as, as Buster Faulkner mm-hmm. to come in and help Bobo. Uh, and, and just have, you know, I think you're seeing that a lot more frequently in college football where you have these like these extremely veteran guys like like a Mike Bobo or like, uh, you know, like a Steve Ensminger with with Joe Brady at, at LSU and, and situations like that where you have a veteran guy who's been around for a little while. You, you have that that knowledge and that wisdom. And then you have the young guy that kind of keeps you innovative and does a lot more of the recruiting and, you know, you have Will Muschamp and Glenn Schumann, you know, tag team and uh, on, on the defensive side of the ball. So it uh, wouldn't shock me if you saw something like that, maybe like, a, you know, maybe a Brian McClendon, Mike Bobo tag team effort and yeah. then hire, hire an analyst to kind of be behind the scenes, let Bobo do his thing with the quarterbacks. I, I hear he's pretty good with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I would like to see that. Um, maybe, uh, Maybe there's a call down to Atlanta and say, "Hey, Buster, would you uh, would you consider like uh, making a U-turn here and coming coming back up the road? Yeah, would you consider yeah. coming back? Uh, and so his son, good. his son's a quarterback at North Oconee, so mm-hmm. he may consider that. Yeah, being closer to home. I think that's a great deal. You know, you know, I saw you know a couple of tweets other day. I've been so busy, you know, I hadn't tweeted a whole lot, but. You know, people upset with Bobo. I'm like, you do realize Bobo still has the, the you know, the highest scoring average, you know, at Georgia right now. So, yeah. um, you know, when he came through, he was evolving. He's grown. Um, you know, and people talk about his stops. Well, look at the people he's had around him. You know, the players he's had around him at his stops. He was at Colorado State. He was at South Carolina when they were down. He was also at. Auburn, which we all know how Auburn was during that particular yeah, year. That, the Brian Harson Mike Bobo marriage was a weird one to start. So, I mean, it's one of those deals to where, all right, what, what what's going to make you guys happy? We just gave you two national championships. So, what other offensive coordinator, you know, is doing, you know, what, what, what we did at Georgia? Nobody. Really in the grand yeah. scheme of it. Nobody's Buster. done. <laughs> um, if, uh, if it works for Will Muschamp, it's got to work for both. Like both of them came to the analyst route, got rejuvenated. Like Bobo is probably a little bit fresher now. He had some health problems that contributed. I think he got burned out a little bit. He might be refreshed a little bit being back in Athens. If Kirby trusts him, hey, who am I to say? Who am I to say I don't trust him? Like absolutely, you got two head coaches. You know, pretty successful head coaches on your staff that were analysts. You know. Mm-hmm. They chose to be in there. It's not like they just, all right, well, like, not when you go to the school of, of head coaching, you know, for Nick Saban, because you have to, you yeah. know, they did it because they wanted to, you know, yeah. they chose to come back, you know, come back home essentially because both of them are alone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's a good deal. I think he's been loyal. I think he's done a really good job of helping Monk and helping with the offense. I mean, he's filling out, you know, defensive cards, you know, things like that, you know, doing everything he can um, to show that he, he's bought in. So, I mean, I think I, I'd give it a little, you know. I mean, he's contributing to meetings. I mean, you, you know, Munkin's given him a ton of credit for some of the schemes that, that they've that they've rolled out there in, in certain games, in certain situations. So, like, it's not like he's just sitting there drawing up cards and, go, and doing nothing else. I mean, he's contributing to the scheme. He's contributing to the game planning. He is – he's going to be somebody that makes sure that Brock Bowers is, is fed. Yes. Let's be honest. Like, he's not stupid. Like – 
He fed it's ball to nineteen. Ball. He fed AJ Green. I mean, yeah. Lars King. You know, he he fed go those guys who were an intricate part of our offense. You know, during that mm-hmm. time. So I mean, obviously he knows how to get the ball to his playmakers. You know, so and, and he did those, it with less heralded quarterbacks outside of Matt Stafford. And those people who are upset, have you ever tried to come up with a game plan? You know, everybody get everybody can be Twitter warriors. You know, yeah. but if unless you're in there and you know what to do, how to do it, I mean. Everybody can be couch coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's going to sit there and point to the Auburn experience and the South Carolina experience and say, oh, well, here, there, whatever. He had a GA as a quarterback at South Carolina. Let's, let's be, let's be real about that. What weapons did he have on offense in South Carolina or Auburn for that matter? He was drawing, he was like a one legged man in an ass kicking contest. It just wasn't, it just wasn't going to happen. South Carolina. I mean, at, at Colorado State, they were doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. They were putting up some numbers. I mean, their defense was pretty bad. I, I think overall program management, he was he was starting to slip because his health was declining. Um, but I mean, they they were starting to do a pretty good job there. And and had his health not just gone off a cliff, I think they would have been pretty good in the Mountain West. I just, it was a weird hire, a weird spot for him out west in Colorado. I I. I don't think it was a good fit for him. Um, it was a weird fit. I mean, I think he was gonna. I think he was starting to do well, but I still think it was a weird fit, just because it almost seemed like he was a fish out of water. But yeah, um, yeah. I I still think, despite all of that, I still think he did did a good job out there, oh, yeah. Colorado State. Really good job. I think he'll do good for us too. You know, obviously, he'll be great for us. I mean, a lot of trusting too. So yeah. I mean, he's got talent. He's got things to work with. I mean, his concepts are solid. I mean, his offense has played hard at South Carolina. There were some things that they had that they couldn't hit because they couldn't protect. Um, but they had some things. He was he was well schemed up when they played against us. They just it it, it was like it was like a, a youth team playing against your Ware County Gators. I mean, yeah. the, the talent disparity was was far too the 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 Grand Canyon in between uh talent between both teams was too much to overcome. So that I mean people don't realize how much of a factor that plays in in, in football. Absolutely. I mean some of his concepts, you know, were I've used within my offense and we played for state championship two out of the last four years. Mm-hmm. So, so it works, man. It works. <laughs> you know, it works and 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 talent is a huge deal. And if talent is equal Scheme is gonna scheme is gonna go. That's why the NFL is such a coach's league, because the talent is so equal on, mm-hmm. on either side. Like if you don't have the, you know, unless you're San Francisco and you're you, like you lose your entire quarterback room. Like I don't know what yeah. I don't know what was going on in that room. I don't know what kind of bad yeah. juju they had going on in that room. Man, that was Harris is up, but well, you're number two at this point. Well, no, you know, you're number three because both of you run into hurt. No, he, yeah, he's your number three. Your yeah. number four gets a concussion in the middle of the game. So your number three, who just tore his UCL, has to come back into the game. He can't it throw. Just hand it off. <laughs> you just—I mean, that game was doomed from the start, man. Somebody um, over there in San Francisco ain't leaving right. No, Somebody on that their side. quarterback coach did something wrong to the football gods. That's Brian Greasy. He did something wrong. Holy cow, man. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, I guarantee you that uh, they're going to be more diligent in who they sign as their number four. That's for dang sure. Mm-hmm. And it ain't going to be Josh Johnson. Yeah. Poor guy. 
he's played for almost every team. Like he should get signed, but if he gets signed by like three more teams, I think he'll he will have played for the entire league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot, a lot going on over there. I wonder who they'll take. They got to get a quarterback. That's that's first and foremost. They'll 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 sign a veteran. Uh, I think Trey Lance is still the future there. Uh, they'll sign a veteran uh, guy to come in and back up because you know Trey Lance has injury concerns. I think they're done with Jimmy G. Oh yeah, I think Jimmy G's done with them too. Yeah, I, I think I think well, he's they done. pretty much threw him out, and then was like, "We're sorry. Can you please?" <laughs> yeah, and then he started winning again. They got then then Jimmy G went Jimmy G and got hurt again. Yeah, there it is. Don't get me started on that. We That's could do a whole one thing about. You know, with everything being equal, you know, when your 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 guy goes down, and there ain't an equal guy behind him, it ain't good. Yeah, it's bad. No matter who you got around you, at least in college, you know, there's a day. You know, there's a balance of mm-hmm. you know what what we do and how we do it. But in the NFL, eesh, if you ain't yeah. got that guy, it ain't yeah. good. No, it's not. Well, what what is good? What is much better is our basketball program. I I, I haven't been watching as much. Um, as I usually do at this time of year, because you know when football's over, that's when I really kind of focus on basketball. Um, but Georgia was uh, 81-78 overtime winners against uh, South Carolina in the last stop. Up next is Georgia. They were down by ten uh, late in the second half. Went on a ten point run. Uh, Cario Aquindo um, he had eight points uh, down the stretch. Um, and it was uh, one of those back and forth games, and then Georgia pulled it out. Man, um, had some guys: uh, Terry Roberts, Frank Anselm. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Aquindo all had uh, all had double digit points. Joshuan Holt finished with eight points, but uh, he helped his uh, he helped on the defensive side of the ball. He had a team high five steals. Uh, so one of the things that you've noticed with this Georgia team is the the intensity on the defensive end of the floor, which was severely lacking. I think we're starting to kind of figure it out on the offensive, on the offensive end. I I think uh, some games were hotter than others. Uh, That just comes with playing in a new system, but defensively on the boards, it's been a massive, massive improvement. And I think that's why we're so competitive in a lot of these games and winning games that last year we would be up and end up losing or we would end up get, like if this game happened last year, we it, a wouldn't have gone to overtime and B probably would have been a blowout. So uh, defensive intensity, man, that's, that's been the, that's been the biggest key so far. I think the big, and the biggest thing that our kids are like, they're having fun. Yeah. You know, like you said, I've missed a couple of games that I, I was actually turned tuned into it the other day and then having to watch a uh, huckle mill, but we um we're playing defense. And you know what what does that do? That get that brings up morale, that gets, you know, fast break points, things like that. Mm-hmm. So um I think I think it's huge, you know, what our basketball program's doing. Um, you know, it seems to be exciting. The kids seem to be having fun. You know, they they got a little bounce in their step. You know, so I think this is a good move, good hire. Um and it's only gonna get better, you know, because I mean once once that train starts rolling, everybody sees the change that is going on. Um, you know, it's just going to bring more and more excitement, which also brings more and more top-notch recruits. And with the transfer portal, of course, you know, you're going to steal a couple of guys. You know, yeah. the portal is why that you don't usually get. Yeah, no because they like that program's going, the direction that we're going in. Well, it keeps getting more exciting. Uh, we take on Auburn 
uh, went uh, tomorrow night, actually, as we record. Uh, we traveled down to Auburn. Auburn still ranked 25th. Beat them 76-64 earlier, uh, earlier in the month uh, in one of our first conference games. Uh, you know, again, with Auburn, when you play against Auburn, it's about the guards. Wendell Green, 13.6 per game. KD Johnson, which we know him well. So I think defensively you got to limit what they can do, make make things tough on them, force them laterally, force them into into uh, shots and, and get hands in their face. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, Super Cario um, is uh, – if he can get going, I, I think he he's a force. Um, but, you know, with, with Georgia, they just got to take smart shots, take the ball to the rack and, and, and just, you know, keep up the intensity. Um, be intense on the defensive side of the ball and getting the rhythm offensively. And I, I think, I think we go for that season sweep here. I think if we, we keep playing good basketball down the stretch, I think it's the first time in a long time uh, that I'm excited about the SEC tournament. I think we keep playing well, you know, we get a good seed with this group right here and where we're playing, you never know what happened. So um, I'm excited, man. This is the first time I think in what, since we've been going what, the last four, what we've been going last three years. Now. Yeah, we go about three years, yeah. I've actually been excited for Georgia basketball too. So, yeah, we've um, we've been bad since you and I've known each other. So it's been it's it's been a long time coming. You know, I think you know my man Josh made a, made a phenomenal hire. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's taken this program. You know, I think he's seen what was wrong with it, and you know, kind of molded it into all right. What are the solutions instead of naming all the problems? You know, one of our problems was defense. All right, what is the solution to it? You know, it's always been a solution to everything, to every step that we've taken this year, and I'm, I'm loving it. Absolutely, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it as well. Well, the game tips off at seven tomorrow, tomorrow night on the, uh, or actually tonight because you're, you're going to see this uh, live on Wednesday morning. But uh, tips off tonight on the SEC Network. Uh, going to watch that. But uh, with our new model, we got about one minute left to go in the show. Um, things are. Things are going to start to look up for for uh, for Georgia athletics. I think baseball's much improved. Baseball's getting ready uh, to to launch. But we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. We thank you for joining us. Please find us anywhere you find your uh, anywhere you find your podcast, uh, whether it be SiriusXM app, uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, any, anywhere you can find that, find us on the YouTube channel, like us, subscribe us, find us on social media at Troopstar28, at Coach Burton36 on Twitter. Uh, the same handle at Troopstar28 on Instagram. For me, it is uh, Coach Corey Burton, and then at Believe in Dogs on all social media platforms. So, so be on the lookout for that. But we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast presented by betonline.ag on the Believe Network. Thank you for watching. We'll see you back here next time. Go, dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.